Welcome, welcome, welcome to Are You Determined to Grow? This is your host, Prophetess Denise Kelly. Uh, we are on target for Are You Determined to Grow Bible study this afternoon and this evening. I had uh, my system is acting up today, so we had a slow start, but we're ready. We are ready. We are ready. So the first thing I want to do. The first thing I want to do is uh, I'm going to sing a song while everybody gets ready to come on. And then we're going to pray. We're going to get the prayer list. We're going to pray. And then we're going to get into the lesson. So, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary, Lord, for you. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living. Thank you, Lord, for you. So we're going to take the prayer list real quick, and then we're going to have uh, Minister Kelly's going to pray us in, and Evangelist Gary is going to pray us out. Prayer list first. Um. Keep Amber, Eva, Sasha, Sasha on the prayer list, Tabitha as well. Um, I hurt my back this morning, so yeah, to be in prayer for that. And uh, my husband, oh, some little ailments, shoulder, stuff like that, for my husband. Hmm. Anybody else? Uh, I want to uh, put one of my coworkers in uh, prayer. Uh, uh, Officer Meisner, uh, he's recovering from uh, and uh, he just got out of intensive care. <clears throat> okay, uh, we are coming out of the numbers twenty. Uh, and Minister Keller, we're going to ask you to pray us in. Oh, gracious, dear and Father. Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for this blessed day. Lord, thank you, Lord, for all the things you've done for us and all the things you continue to do for us. And God, thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning, Lord, and starting us on our way and for looking out after all our loved ones. Father God, we lift uh, Sister Vanessa 
and her family up before you, Father God, asking God that you intercede, intercede and that you intervene on their behalf. We ask God that you touch her body. And Lord, we just pray, Father God, Lord, for her whole family. And Father God, we also pray for uh, Brother Meisner and his family as he's recovering from the COVID-19. And we asking God for a speedy recovery. And Lord, we pray, Father God, Lord, that you just touch his body as well. And we just want to give you all the praise and give you all the honor. In your blessed son name, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Wow, that's awesome, awesome prayer, uh, Minister Kelly. So we get to talk again, and we are going to be talking about, so you're going to be grabbing uh, Numbers, the 20th chapter. And of course, yeah, I, I just been loving me some Numbers. You know, a lot of people say that, you know, they don't want to look at the Old Testament, but there is no old, there is no New Testament without there being some Old Testament, right? You know, it's just kind of like our lifestyle. You know, you don't have a testimony until you done been through something. Come on now. And so we look at the children of Israel and some other uh, people that are uh, deciding, you know, that are coming into the knowledge of Christ and, and what they struggled with. And so, and this also opens the door for us to remind us of some of the things that we struggle with. And once again, be mindful of when um, you start hearing feedback to go ahead and mute. But we're getting ready to go to the scriptures. So I'm going to mute. And then, uh, so I'm going to ask, let's see, we got 13 verses. So that's about. There's only three of us, so four apiece. And somebody We're going to start with uh, Minister Kelly, and then the Montgomery will close us out. Numbers okay. 21 through 4. Okay, so 21 through 4. 21 through 4. 20, numbers 20, verses 1 through 5. Okay, 1 through 5. Okay, then came the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, into the desert of Zin in the first month, and the people abode in Kadesh. And Miriam died there and was buried there. And there was no water for the congregation. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. And the people chose with Moses. And spake, saying, Well, God, that we had died when our brethren died before the Lord. And why have ye brought up the congregation of the Lord into the wilderness, that we and our cattle should die there? And wherefore have ye made us to come up out of Egypt to bring us into this evil place? It is no place of seed or a fig, or a vine, or a pomegranate, neither is there any water to drink. Six verse reads such as the King James Version. And Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the 
assembly of the doors of the tabernacle of the congregation. And they fell upon their face, and the glory of the Lord appeared unto them. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take the rod, and gather thou the assembly together, thou and Abram, thy brother, and speak unto the rock before the eye, and it shall give forth his water. And thou shalt bring forth to them water out of the rock. So thou shalt give the congregation and their beasts drink. And Moses took the rod, and from before the Lord, as he commanded him. And Moses and Abram gathered the congregation together before the rock. And he said unto them, Hear now, ye rebels, must we fetch ye water out of the rock? This is NIV version. Then Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with his staff. Mm -hmm. Water gushed out in the community and their livestock drank. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. These uh, where the waters of Meribah, where the Israelites quarreled with the Lord and where he was proved holy among them. Uh, you're not. Whoa. No, you did good. That's it. That's where you stopped at. That was awesome. Okay. All right. Let's, let me give you the title after you have read the scripture. Don't strike, just speak. Don't strike, just speak. So we know, it, it, I mean, let's just talk about the title before we get into the verses, but don't strike, just speak. There are times in our lives where we get frustrated with what God is doing and how God is moving what we consider to be slow or how we get frustrated with the people when they're doing their thing and how they are sometimes inconsiderate of the different things that we're talking about. So when we get frustrated with those type of things, then God, uh, then we, instead of doing what God has instructed us to do, then we strike out. We strike the rock, we strike the people, we strike with our words, we strike with all kinds of things. But God didn't tell Moses to strike anything. God told Moses to speak. He told him to speak the word and I'll make it come to pass. But Moses, we know Moses had a problem. Moses had an anger problem, just like some of us have as well. And so sometimes we get frustrated with things instead of just speaking, we strike out. And when I say strike, we know that Moses used the rod in this case, but I'm talking about striking with your word. Saying things foul. I'm talking about striking uh, by withholding <laughs> your love or whatever. I'm talking about striking by doing something outside of your own character in general instead of listening to what God has told you to do. 
So God said, don't strike, just speak. Mm. So as we look at Numbers, the 20th chapter, this is such a powerful word, y'all. This is such a powerful word. So we look at the children of Israel doing what they do best. What are they doing best? The best thing they do is complain and murmur about whatever the situation is that's not going according to the way they think it should go. Have anybody ever been there? Has anybody ever been in a situation where God moved a little too slow for you and you felt like God ain't moving, I got to do something about this thing. And so you began to do what? Strike. But the problem with striking is, I'm going to about show. The problem with striking is you mess up your destiny. The problem with striking is, see, Moses, this ain't the first time Moses struck out. <laughs> Moses struck out several times before then. He threw the Ten Commandments. At that time, we think it might have been more, according to some scholars. He threw the Ten Commandments at the children of Israel. Okay, I'm paraphrasing. He dropped them. He broke them. Because for one thing, I mean, oh, I can even talk about that for just a moment. Let's talk about, let me talk about that for just a moment. The initial, ten, uh, the initial commandments that were given, God wrote them out on stone. And he gave them to Moses. Only thing Moses had to do was carry the word to the people and tell them what God had said. Of course, you know, the children of Israel were doing their own thing, doing what they do best, partying and trying to find God any way they can. When the man of God had been gone, now keep in mind, the man of God had been gone for 40 days. They hadn't seen him. They thought they was, you know, around 40 days. I'm paraphr I don't know if it's exactly 40 days, but that's what I remember. And so when they came, when he came back, they was partying. Had made an idol God, took all the jewelry and made a cow. An idol God. And Moses got mad. And he, I'm telling you, I'm paraphrasing. He threw the Ten Commandments at them. Because he knew they wasn't acting right or doing what they were supposed to do. So we know that Moses struck out many times. Don't strike, just speak. So there are times in our lives when we are tempted to strike with our mouths or with our voices or with paper. But God said, don't strike, just speak. So let's look at the scripture. So y'all don't think I'm just making this thing up. I know y'all read it, but let's look at it just again. So at first it tells us who we're talking about. And then it gives us a striking, uh, tells us something that was startling to me when I first read it. Marion died. Now you remember Marion, we talked about her last time where she starts talking about the people of God, talking about the man of God, and God put leprosy on him. And the man of God that she's talked about, the man of God she talked about was the man of God that had to stand in the gap for her. So that she could, oh man, y'all, y'all ain't hearing me though. So she's already passed on. So, uh, and she was in charge of pretty much, she was, you know, a worshiper. So she uh, was a worshiper. And so the children of Israel, they in the wilderness. Now they don't mess their own self up, first of all, because God had, okay, let me go. I ain't gonna get ahead of myself. Let me back up. So 
children of Israel doing what they do best, talking about the times he comes over. Look, look, look at this here. Look at this here. They said there was no water, right? But they got the all knowing and all providing God with them. Okay, but there's no water. So let's see what happens. Then they start to complain. And they start to remember the times of old. I'm going to give you a straight, a, a great example of what that looks like. So sometimes when things are not going the way I think they should go, you know, I did some things in my lifetime. Okay. So, um, you know, I boosted some things. So when things weren't going the way I wanted them to go, I go boost some things and so I can have some cash, extra cash. I'm just being honest. I would take things. I'm just being honest. So I can have extra cash. So sometimes our fail safe is to go back to the things that we had done before. But that's not how God works. Anything that you left in the past, God didn't need it because he would have brought it with you. And since he didn't need it, you don't need it either. Hmm. Glory to God. Let me move on. So the children of Israel began to complain and talk about, well, we had it good. You had it good and you was a slave. And when they were trying to free you, when you, you was the one that called for God in the first place. You was mumping and complaining and whining, God, this is too much for us. God, help us. God, heal us. God, whatever we did, forgive us. And that's what God sent us send somebody to you to rescue you because you was complaining about your lot, your situation, your circumstance. But when God delivered you from your circumstance, did you give him praise? Did you give him honor? Did you do what he told you to do? Now, you get out there and complain about no water. I want to tell you something. Scholars say the children of Israel's clothes never wore out so he already performing a miracle your clothes never wore out can you imagine the body an outfit that you ain't got another worry about it you know having to buy another i'm just saying so god was providing miracles for them on a regular basis don't strike just speak so as they begin to complain about being out of the wilderness with no water. We did have more water leftovers in Egypt, even though I was a slave, that we are having now. So look what he did. So then Aaron and Moses, they have something that uh, the rest of them didn't have. Common sense. <laughs> because they fell on their faces but before God because they already knew what was getting ready to happen. And then the God, it says that the God of glory, God's glory appeared before them. Because you sometimes some situations require us to get on our knees and pray. Some stuff don't happen just by happenstance. It just don't happen overnight. Sometimes you've got to pray. And some things are a process. And it doesn't happen overnight. Okay, let me keep on going. So God speaks to Moses and he tells Moses to speak to the rock. So what is the rock? 
In this scenario, the rock is your provision, your substance, your job, your whatever situation, your finances. Whatever you need from God, that's your rock. So God tells Moses to speak to the rock. Mm. Glory to God. So he tells him to speak to the rock. And he tells him that it will yield water. It will bring forth water from the rock so that you can drink, so that they could drink. And then he tells them to take the rod. Okay, so to me, he already gave him his commands, but he did tell him to take the rod. No, he didn't tell him to take the rod. Moses took the rod. Because guess what? We're leaning back again on what we knew before. Because God used the rod many times. He used the rod before Pharaoh, which turned into snakes and ate up the other snakes. He used the rod before Pharaoh many times. So he's grabbing the rod when God is trying to move him into fresh and new anointing. Sometimes God has to move us out the way and change up our strategy so that we can see the freshness of God. But he took that rod. So he went on. And he took the rod and then he went to the people. I just have an idea that Moses was already frustrated. That Moses was already angry about the situation. And so when Moses gets to the people, he doesn't do exactly what God told him to do. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been in a situation where God told you to do something and you didn't do it exactly how he said but God still bless you. Only problem with that is God will still bless you, but you mess up your destiny. God told the God told Moses he was going to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt into the promised land. Not to the promised land, into the promised land. But because he didn't obey God directly, exactly what God told him to do, they got one. <laughs> they were able to receive and, and, and uh, quench their thirst but a portion of their destiny a portion of the things that God really wanted to bless them with was cut off this scripture has so much meaning for us today I know we don't like looking at the old a lot of times or some people don't but I promise you every word of God is relevant and God can speak to us in many ways. So God said again, don't strike, just speak. Don't strike, just speak. Speak God's word. Do what God told you to do. Do your uh, whatever his instructions are. Do it just like he said. Don't put your own stuff in there. Do what God told you to do. Don't strike, just speak the word of God. And so as we, uh, as I'm coming to a close to open it up for you guys, basically, they got what they wanted. They got the water, but in the process, they got a part of the blessing. But they also cut off a part of their blessing because they didn't follow instruction. You got to do what God tells you to do exactly how he tells you to do it. 
Don't strike. Don't strike. Just speak. Speak to your mountain. Speak to your rock. Speak to your finances. Speak to your family. Speak to everything that is not lining up with what God has for you. Don't strike. Just speak. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to open it up <coughs> for anything that the Lord shared with you while we were talking about don't speak. Don't strike. Just speak. Out of Numbers, the 20th chapter, verses 1 through 13. Yeah, I thank God for the water coming out of the rock. Uh, Jesus was that water. Jesus also was that rock. Uh, we wonder where Jesus came from and when he showed up. We were back in the Old Testament. And uh, when God tells us to do one thing and we do another thing, a lot of times, like you said, the blessings still come, but we don't make our destiny. You know, uh, there's a lot of times I, I didn't do what God told me to do, but I still perform well, you know, but I still didn't make my destiny like Moses didn't. But he done with God, you know, not doing exactly what God said do, but God's not going to shame you and embarrass you. He's going to always see you through. But as a consequence, you won't make your destiny. And I thank God for not embarrassing us, you know. Um, I just wanted to say <clears throat> that um, oftentimes it's tempting, just like Moses, uh, to strike out, to strike our situation uh, out of our frustrations, uh, things not moving as we thought they should or, or accordingly. Um, so I identify with Moses because I'm a human being too. And there's many times I wanted to strike uh, a situation or strike a person when all I needed to do was just pray about it and uh, allow God to move on my behalf and not me uh, try to intercede. I believe it's our natural uh, tendencies uh, to try to make things go our way when, uh, when, it's, when, when they're not. Uh, are things that are not moving as fast as we think they should. Uh, you know, we've been waiting on God to give us this or give us that, but it don't seem like he's going to give it to us. So we get frustrated, and so we start taking things. And uh, we start we start grabbing things that, that, that we're not supposed to. So uh, also, I, I, I also pray for patience, for us uh, to have the patience to wait on God, uh, to allow him to move in his time because his timing is perfect. And if we move on our own time and not the time of God, then we're gonna mess something up. Uh, we're gonna miss out on something. Uh, delay doesn't mean denial. Uh, it just means mean not right now. It's not the season for it. It's not time for God to do it. But it doesn't mean that he's forgotten us. 
I'm thinking about Abraham when Abraham was promised a child and it seemed like things weren't moving fast enough. And so Abraham decided to fix his situation. He decided to lay with, uh, to lay with uh, the, uh, his handmaid and uh, wind up messing up a whole lot of situations. And uh, today we're still dealing with some of the wars that's been created because Abraham didn't wait. So when we don't wait, not only do we mess things up for ourselves, but we also mess up things for other people and our descendants as well. Amen, 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 Mr. Kelly. That was awesome, awesome, awesome. So, Miss uh, Missionary, you got something to add? No, I don't have anything to add. Can you hear me? You can't hear you now. You say you don't have anything to add? That's what I said. A amen. Okay. Um, hey, when God doing what he's doing, a ain't nothing you can do, really. I mean, what, what can you say? Uh, about what God is doing. Uh, as I was talking about, you know, God had laid this message upon my heart when I was talking about the previous message. And it was like, well, when I had, I had got to this part and God was like, you got to talk about that. I was like, what? You know, and so there's many people in the Bible you see that struck out first. You know, we know about Moses, you know, he killed the man, not just that, but throughout his journey as a leader, he, you know, struck out. He did, he struck instead of speaking. And so we just have to be mindful uh, of these things when we're, you know, struggling. You know, God never gave up on Moses. He never gave up on us. How many times did it take for us to come into the kingdom and to do what God had called us to do? And how many times, I can speak for myself, how many times did I slip back? I want to tell a prophecy. <coughs> There's one time when I was a kid and I got saved when I was uh, 13. I didn't stay saved. So that's not, once saved, always saved is not what I believe, but that's just me. So, one time when I had got saved, God started dealing with me when it came to prophecy and he was sharing his prophecies with me. One time I had this dream. I was standing at the front of the altar and I was, you know, had my arms out, raised out and praising God and giving him glory, right? And so then when I turned away from the altar, the people, when I was turned toward the altar and praying and giving God praise, People were coming like you were seeing an old movie where they was coming. It was like people were just coming and coming and coming and coming. And then I turned around and then the people, it backed up, you know, like in a rewinding a, a reel from a movie. And then I turned back to the altar and began to praise him and give him glory and give him honor and give him uh, what he was doing. The people began to come and began to come. And then when I turned back, they backed up again. And then when I turned, the last time 
they began to swarm and come and come to the Lord. And it wasn't about me. Neither one of those was about me. But what it was about, God, when I was a kid, had already told me <coughs> that my journey would be broken up. And if, <laughs> and God is true. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. But there is four periods in my life where I turned away three periods in my life where I turned away from God and just said, no, nothing. I'm not selling me another prophecy. I'm not living for you. I'm not doing anything like that because this is crazy. This is crazy. You know, people just so disrespectful sometimes. And then you just trying to do what God telling you to do. And, and they are on every end trying to destroy your testimony. And so I got frustrated many times. And so God speaks to us and gives us prophecies and let us know that even in our journey and what he was sharing with me was as long as I'm focused on him, God will get the glory and the people will come to him. Not me. It's not about me. And then whenever I stop focusing on him, I detract people. And that's just testimony to tell you that each one of us have our own journey. And each one of us has done just this, struck first and didn't speak. At least I'm going to speak for myself. I know I've done. And so God is just reminding us this today. He's just reminding us to get back on track with what he wants you to do. No matter the cost, because the cost is if you don't, you won't make it to your destiny, to what God is calling you to do. So I'm going to open it up again for any more comments, and then I'm going to have uh, Evangelist Gary to pray us out. Okay, since we have no more comments, we're going to go ahead and pray us out of here. You got good five minutes. You can pray that thing. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for your many blessings. We thank you for bringing us through all the days drama, all the weeks drama, all the months drama, all our life drama. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for each other. We thank you for where you bought her from and where you bring her from and where you're taking her. Father, we commit our life into your hand. Lead us, oh Father, like you always did. We trust you today. Father, I pray for the speaker. I pray for the, the members that represented here and their family members. I pray, Father, that you uh, do a great thing in our life as you always did. You've been known to do. Father, keep on doing it in the name of Jesus. Father, we love you. We pray for the ones that wanted to come but didn't for whatever reason. We pray for the one, Father, that it's continued to come for whatever reason. Bless them, oh, Father. Let them know here's where it's at in the name of Jesus. Father, I just thank you, Father, for what, you, what you're doing in our life. Thank you for what you're doing in my sister-in-law and brother-in-law life. Thank you, Father, for being the, 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 the provider, Jehovah Jireh. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, because you've been good to us. Thank you, Father. The devil tried to kill us. Thank you, but you, you saved us, Father. You rest down and got us. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
You've been good to us. Thank you, Father. Thank you in the name of Jesus. What the enemy meant for our harm, you turned it out for our good. Thank you, Father. Thank you in the name of Jesus. 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 Amen. 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 God is good. All the time and all the time is good. And so we're going to go ahead and close it out. Thank you for that heartfelt prayer, Minister Kelly and Evangelist Montgomery. I appreciate it. I thank you guys for coming. And I just got one last question for you, and we're going to shut it down. Are you determined to grow? I ain't got no answer. Are you determined to grow? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, may God bless you and keep you the rest of this week. And uh, we'll see you this time. Uh, we'll see you on Sunday. The Lord says the same. Amen. All right. God bless. God bless.